Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. That Weekend Feeling is brought to you by the Weekend Post and the Daily Dispatch Weekend Edition. For details on stories, go to heraldlive.co.za and dispatchlive.co.za. So six years of drought for the western half of the eastern Cape province means that day zero is imminent for the major metropole in the province, Nelson Mandela Bay. Will the rain save us or won't they? The man with the answers, our weather guru, Garth Sampson, he joins us on that weekend feeling today. Garth, good morning. Will the rain save us? If it came, yes. (laughs) But uh, it doesn't look like it's coming too soon uh, before day zero. And just a correction, it's not only the metropolitan area, it's all the little sub-towns uh, uh, to the west, like uh, Cape St. Francis, Humansdorp, um, Jeffreys Bay, Hankey, Potency. They are also under serious threat from this drought. Now, it's the start of a new season. Is there really no change in the rainfall pattern or cycle to look forward to? Nothing. Well, I sit there every end of the month and I see the email come through from Quirbus Willifir and I just know, is it going to be a good day or is it going to be a bad day? And unfortunately, the last couple of months, it's always been a bad day when that email comes through because I don't see green on it, I just see brown on it. So roughly speaking, uh, as I see the situation now, we are looking at at least till um, September below normal rainfall. When we get to the three-month period, August, September, October, there's a glimmer of hope because the models aren't that sure. So it's not showing green and it's not showing brown. So uh, that is the first sign. But uh, are we going to make it uh, till around about August? Because remember, um, this, the, the, the system that gives this type of weather is a cutoff low. That gives us what we need is 50 mils and above. I'll discuss that later. But uh, the cutoff low usually comes around May. Then it eases off. And then they start coming through again in August. So uh, it's not just the cutoff low, pretty obviously. It's the high pressure ridging and the surface low. And everything's got to be in the right position. But the best chances of that are May, which is past. And then again in August. So we've got two rough months according to the forecast and according to statistics. And as for the next 14 days, that's another one I open every morning. And uh, my heart just sinks because the next 14 days, no significant rain. And uh, the system starts collapsing in 17 days' time. Dam levels at the moment, do you have those to hand? Let's just sketch a picture of how bad things are. Yeah, it's and you know when one talks about twelve comma three four percent, it sounds quite a bit. But you must remember, it's actually two comma three four. The rest is dead storage. But to put it in perspective, now, okay, we can't extract from the Kohe anymore. That is just left for a couple of the smaller towns and for agriculture because we can't have that collapsing. You know, food does come from the farmers and sure. not the, uh, the the supermarket, but. Um, uh, if we look at it in perspective, the Churchill Dam, according to the Nelson Mandela Bay uh, Municipal uh, Drought Monitoring website, will collapse in 17 days' time. The Imporfo Dam will collapse in 27 days' time. The Luri Dam 
will collapse or the, the system will collapse in 81 days' time. And then uh, Grundal, which is the Utenag area, is a bit luckier with 194 days. Pretty obviously, this is going to have a uh, chain reaction when that 17 days is up. Garth, you've mentioned that we need at least 50 mils to fall. Where does it need to fall? This is the, we had some nice, uh, we had above normal rainfall with about 81 mils in May, which was slightly above normal. Um, we need this over the catchment area between uh, uh, Ubertina, Carriero, uh, those areas, because the Ubertina area and to Uniondale feeds the Koga Dam, and Northbury, obviously, into the Bavians. And then south on the Krom River, we've got uh, from Carriero, it's just other side, Ubertina, but we use Carriero as the uh, yardstick. That runs into the Churchill. Uh, there is a small little catchment near Eubersdorp that runs into the um, for, but the, the Churchill must overflow before water goes to the for. And, uh, yeah, we need quite a bit of that. We need 50 mils and above to make a significant rise in the dam level. That will be, say, 5 10 15%, which will give us another six months or whatever. But really to top those dams, we need a flood of biblical proportions. And uh, we know uh, anybody that's been uh, yeah, long enough in the bay knows that that flood is long overdue. And that is my biggest, biggest fear because we're all shouting about Durban now. And if we look at the thing in perspective, 68 and 81 made Durban look like a kindergarten. So what's going to happen if we get something like that again? Can we focus on the eastern half of the Eastern Cape for just a moment? East London and surrounds don't seem to be having as many problems as we do over the course of the past five or six years. Yes, we must also remember um, they are more in the in a different climate zone. We are more like a, a Mediterranean-type uh, uh, zone, and they are more of a subtropical-type zone. So uh, everything east of us uh, relies on thunderstorms. We rely on cut-off lows uh, in the ideal situation to fill our dams. They rely on thunderstorms. So when an El Nino or La Nina is in play, it very much affects their rainfall, and we could have good rainfall. And that El Nino and La Nina uh, deals basically with convective activity thunderstorms. And as you know, East London is uh, uh, gets thunderstorms. We very rarely get thunderstorms. So they're in a good position at the moment. But uh, remember, as the uh, old Bible adage says, seven good years and seven bad years, uh, the entire interior is at its peak at the moment. Uh, so they must also use water sparingly because they are going to be heading towards a low. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, after a, a prolonged drought, there, there was a flood. It's always been in history like that. So they are at a peak now. So they, they should um, not relax. Uh, and we can never relax in this country because the population's increasing uh, and the water resources stay in the same. We are a water-scarce country. Around Nelson Mandela Bay, let's just repeat the day zeros that are approaching us from each of the, the major dams supplying the Metro Garth. Let's underline that. The days again were? 
Churchill starts in 17 days' time. Wow. In Paul 4, 27 days. Yeah. Lurie, 81. Wow. And Grundahl, 194. What that means, it's going to have a serious effect on the western half of the bay, especially areas like Summerstrand, Warmer, Central, the CBD, um, right up to Galvindale and even Bethelsdorp are going to be the most affected areas. The western areas will start experiencing serious problems with lower pressure to almost no pressure. But uh, the municipality has assured us that there will be no water shedding because that's going to cause other problems like um, burst pipes and the like. Well, it's a dire situation. Folk think about the fact that we won't have water to drink when day zero arrives, but I'm also inclined to keep in mind uh, our toilets. We need water for that, and if day zero does come, we're all literally going to be in the poo, aren't we? Sure, that is that, that is my biggest fear. Uh, look here, um, I, I saw this coming years ago, and uh, I've got uh, we've got a saying in this house from my wife: If you buy another darn tank, I'm going to divorce you. I've got more <laughs> than enough tanks, so I'm I'm sitting pretty as far as water goes. But my neighbour hasn't got tanks, and the neighbour up the street has only got one tank. And I'm at the bottom of the street, and the bottom line is when <laughs> the, the sewage system fails, that stuff's going to all land up in my toilet. So, uh, yeah, that is that is a very, very grave concern. That is not only my gravest concern. Uh, people uh, are very uh, selfish. Uh, I hear stories of people buying tanks to store water, et cetera, et cetera. But just remember, Summer Strand which will be it, is one of the areas where there's a large percentage of old age homes. Can you imagine your grandmother of 81 years old having to carry a 10-litre water to the toilet to flush the toilet um, or go to the uh, a shop and buy, buy five litres of water and have to carry it? I wouldn't want my parents to be like that. And really, that is my biggest concern is the old age homes around the bay. If we look at all the moth cottages in Warmer, there's quite, I think there's Echo Foundations in Warmer, quite a few old age homes in Warmer and Summer Strand. So those will be affected. And that is my biggest, biggest concern. Finally, you've got a platform available, The Weather Guru, where listeners can follow you on a daily basis, if not hourly. It's brand new. Tell us a bit about that. Well, uh, to tell uh, the listeners, Darren started years ago on one of the other radio stations. He said, well, we'll contact the weather guru. And that name sort of stuck. And then I started uh, uh, putting a platform of uh, a Facebook page to interact with the people because, you know, answering 20 radio stations on a weekend gets a bit difficult. Sure. So I built that platform up and then recently... Old, uh, I got in contact with Gino Fabry and uh, Gary Hemming from Centre Stage. Yes. And together, uh, Gary is a fantastic person. We've uh, launched a YouTube channel now. So we've just waited to get that 100 subscribers to get the uh, name up. The link is on the Weather Guru page. And then I will be uh, putting my monthly uh, predictions and chat with Gino on that page. And it's going to be very interactive. 
Um, because look here, that flood's going to come sometime. So what we're dealing with is everything from Plettenberg Bay to Port St. John's right through to the north of Graf Renette for the entire Eastern Cape. So whenever there's a severe weather event coming, uh, the public can also post their videos of severe and extreme events and ask questions. And then we can explain what is happening uh, in these events. So it's going to, we, we see big things coming from this and a nice interaction uh, with the public. Because unfortunately at the moment, you know, everybody's in desperation. Everybody's clutching at straws. There's so many fake forecasts going around. There's so many uh, fake news going around. And what about cloud seeding? I'm going to do cloud seeding the end of this uh, month on Gino show. What about that? What about that? Uh, and, you know, we, we've got to get the truth out there. Uh, at this stage, the only thing that's going to save us is if we frugal with the water uh, and extend it by a couple of days and just hope and pray that we do get something that can extend that day zero uh, by a week, a month or two months. But, uh, yes, uh, I'm very excited about this. And, uh, yeah, you started it and you've given me a lot of work. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you being available. That Weekend Feeling brought to you by the Weekend Post and the Daily Dispatch Weekend Edition. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.